This is Draft Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Umphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope you're able to check out last week's show, which featured a full rundown of the recent Umphreys show at Stage AE in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on January 24th, and at Express Live in Columbus, Ohio on January 25th. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out if you haven't. This week, we're going to be doing things a little differently. My editor, Eric, was at the recent little four-night run um, in Fort Wayne, in Northfield, and then both nights of Detroit. Um, The only show he did not do was the UM VIP set uh, during the two nights of Detroit. So I figured instead of doing the regular show recap, I would have him on for this week's episode and next week's episode, chatting about highlights and happenings from each of the four nights. I was at the show in Northfield the first time the band played at the MGM Northfield Park, so that will be lots of fun to chat about for sure. This week we'll cover the Fort Wayne show on January 29th and the aforementioned show in Northfield, Ohio on January 30th. Then next week, we'll chat about the two nights in Detroit at the Fillmore, so make sure you tune in for that. Eric was actually on the show last year as well, talking about the show at the Clyde Theater as well as the Detroit shows. I will throw a link to that in the show notes so you can listen if you haven't. Are you trying to find a place to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, interesting trinkets, band that's going on tour, or small business that's looking to connect with some like-minded folks, Dropped Among This Crowd Pod would love to help, including ad time on the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more. Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow umf family. Email droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. I quickly wanted to mention a new announcement from the band recently. May 29th and 30th, they will be playing at the Coca-Cola Roxy in Atlanta, Georgia. I believe the first time that the band has played at this venue. I did see a photo of the inside and it looked really cool with the chandeliers and everything. There are UMVIP packages available for this two-night run. Those and general on sale happened last week, so unsure what is still available at the time of this episode's airing, but there is a link in the show notes where you can find the info for all of that if you're interested in hitting up those shows. Also recently announced, Brendan and Jake will play an intimate performance at the Cubby Bear in Chicago, Illinois on Thursday, May 7th. 
This is the first time the duo has played at this venue since May 9th, 2013. Umphreys McGee has also played at this venue five times, all during 2000. Obviously, they have now outgrown that venue. Tickets went on sale last Friday, February 21st. So, again, unsure as to what is still available, but I will throw some links in the show notes so you can check out the info if you'd like. Awesome. All right, so let's get started with the Clyde Theater, January 29th. It's the second time the band has played at that venue last year, February 25th or 21st. 2019, and you were also on the show talking about uh, the venue and all of that. Um, talk about what it was like to see them again there. Obviously, they love venue to come back a second year. Yeah. So, I, you know, after that last year, I told all my friends, like, hey, that was probably the best sounding venue I've ever been to. Like, you should go see on Freezer if you can. And, of course, they're playing on a weeknight, so not everyone wants to make the trip or whatever. But So I go into this with kind of high expectations, like, this is going to rock, this is going to sound great. Um, and can't, I don't think it was necessarily any, like, better than last year, but this not like, what I thought still holds true. That was one of the best-sounding indoor venues I've personally ever been to. Um, so that was a plus. And I like the Clyde. I like how it's set up. There's just lots of room. Although I can't imagine, you know, how it would be with a sold-out crowd. But um, there's lots of space. Staff is really friendly. So I was just juiced to be there again for that and to see that nothing really changed from last year. Yeah, it's, it's awesome that they really like that venue. And it's not, you know, it's not far from, you know, the whole area in the Midwest. So, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, went or would go if the date was a little different. Um, so right, right. what do you think were some highlights from the evening? Okay, so, like, for me, A, starting a set with attachments, like, is, is just great. I love that song. But then I've been wanting to hear Second Self for quite some time since, like, my second summer camp in 2012. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it since then. Because I freaking love that song. So them playing that after Touchings pretty much set my night like perfectly. Um, and then, you know, Nemo, I told you this, Nemo is my first love. It took me like 25 shows to see Nemo. So then playing Nemo and sandwiching White Man's in between, like the first set for me was literally perfect Humphreys. Yeah. I, look, looking at all four nights that I did, I still think set list wise, Fort Wayne was probably my favorite. I completely um, agree with you. I was going to ask you that a little later on, but I, I completely agree with you on that. I think that Fort Wayne was definitely, it, it's hard. It's hard to answer that question. It's like picking your favorite child, but yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with that statement about Fort Wayne for sure. There was and, something about that night because I watched from home and there was definitely something about that night for sure. Yeah. And then, I mean, like I'll talk about it later when we talk about Detroit, but like combating that with, the first night of Detroit, which I'll talk about, like, it's hard for me to pick a favorite night, honestly, but pretty much, I mean, looking at the set list, and I'm looking at it right now, because obviously things get a little foggy, I should see them somewhere nice and row. For sure. The, the Prince cover was sick. Um, I love Kimball. I've only seen that, like, once, so that was really cool to hear again. And, you know, things like, like, starting the set with Ridgeless and then finishing the show with it, is, that is why I love this band. And, mm-hmm. 
They just knocked it out of the park. Not to mention, OG Cut the Cable is so awesome. Just the best. Just the best. I was so happy to see that. And that Prince cover, I mean, they've done it like seven other times or something. And I don't know what it was about that version, but that version was really sexy. Like, it was just really good. (laughs) Yeah, and, um, like, I'll never be mad about a regular Cut the Cable. I love that song, too. I feel like I'm one of the only one of few people in my friend group that what in my friend group that likes the OG version, but it's just a nice, relaxing, like take a breather, dance, breathe the freaking air, you know, just kind of calm down a little bit. I love it. For sure, I honestly I feel like I like the OG version better than. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just I like the way that it flows like better. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm glad that they uh they pulled that one out for sure. Definitely. But yeah, and then, you know, I can't be mad about a hangover on her mm-hmm. ever. So it was fun. So, but I mean, like, they're, and like, let's talk, like, let's talk about song length, too. Like, first set, not a whole lot of improv going on. Obviously, attachments, but it was like 15 minutes long. But like, in the second set, we have a 14 minute bridge, just 14 minute cutting cable, 16 minute euphonium. Like, they're on fire with their improv and their jamming right now. And that is what I'm most juiced about. Mm-hmm. Like, they finished 2019 really strong. Like, I've been listening to all the shows as much as possible, and I was hoping that they would carry that over into this year. And so far, it seems that they're basically firing in all cylinders. A hundred percent. I completely agree, too. It, when I look back at, um, you know, like, I'm already making a 2020 list, and, I mean, RP, I've got, like, 35 songs on there from the year that are just... I know, it's so hard to, like... They're hard to pick and choose, and they're all so good. I know. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is, like, the hardest decision ever. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, uh, or when I will continue to go back there as long as they keep playing there. You know? I, I definitely, that's on my list of, of places to go, and that's because of you, because of how highly spoken to the place and how cool it looks too it's an old movie theater right i believe so yeah i believe so i think just last year they renovated it for concerts that's well i might be mistaken in this but i think umphrey's last year was like the first show but i also might be confusing that with the venue in grand rapids here in michigan that they played so i don't know you might be (laughs) right though because i feel like we did talk about that when i had you on last time like i feel like that was something it was like one of the first shows I think you mentioned like the owner is like an umphrey yeah the owner's yeah the owner's band like opened up for them last year that's so cool (laughs) that's so neat I know hell yeah and then like what's that I said why not right I mean yeah if you can flex that you might as well get in there hell yeah for sure I was actually bummed we missed um we missed the new deal set in Fort Wayne but like, we caught the tail end of it, but, I mean, we saw them three more nights after that, so. Yeah, when I saw them in Northfield, that's the first time I've seen the New Deal in, like, a long time. I feel like it was a long time ago when I saw the New Deal. It had to have been, like, 2012 or something. Was... Yeah, I mean, they, they took a hiatus for quite some time. Um, they, did they? Yeah, because Jamie, Jamie Fields. Like the, the drummer and the guitar player are new? Um... I think it's just the drummer. Okay, okay. There isn't a guitar player. It's just keys, bass, and drums, okay. for okay. sure. Okay. Right. But, yeah, so the, 
as far as I know, the drummer left or whatever, and then like this new guy came along and was like, "Yo, let's bring this shit back." <laughs>